At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Uh. Check it out now. Uh. No doubt now. Uh. Thursday, September 24th, 2020. It's the Beating the Book podcast, Megapod. Skill Alexander, uh, you know how this works. Week three of the National football league the staples of the show here the past year and change to my left live at the d and we're so happy to be live at the d our second week ever live at the d by the way the audio sounds great do you think by the end of the year we'll have a crowd here at 10 a.m on a thursday I'm by say, the end of the year we'll have a crowd at 10 a.m at circa oh at circa yes, yes. Uh, it's mike palm everybody how you doing mikey great and i'm so happy that todd uh found town found time to join us this week thank you todd thank you todd wish now uh, I won't respond to the verbal Dave Schultz. If everybody remembers the cheap shot artist of the NHL, Dave Schultz, there's the verbal cheap shot artist, Mikey Palm, who is almost as bad as Dave Schultz of the National Hockey League. Since he loves hockey, I gave him a hockey example. Now, I happened to miss last week's uh, episode because I w- didn't realize that we had a set time yet for this season. I'm sure Gilly Ice will call me on that and pretend that somehow there was actually a set time when last week it was all over the place. But whatever. I will be, um, you know, a martyr in this situation, and I'm here to give you just winning picks. Todd, that was just the intro. We have a lot to get to, but thank you for that. Uh, We usually have a rotating guest. I feel bad even calling this guy a rotating guest because it is upon his shoulders that this Megapod was built. Uh, But we are thrilled to have him back as a guest today. Uh, and there was a groundswell of support on Twitter for it as well. I'm getting texts about it. I- is he on? Is he on? I-, I can't wait to hear him say these things. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you have known him as Vegas runner in the past. Uh, he is my buddy, Ace. How you doing, Ace? Great to have you here. Never better, brother. Never better. God bless America. Thanks for having me on. You know, this is my favorite. Besides the fact I was on for so long, so obviously it was my favorite show. Still is. I listen to you guys all the time. You know, I'm a fan. And obviously, Beeson, who doesn't drive around with that on all the time. So thanks for having me. 
Dude, hopefully so, uh, we get some winners, too, though. Yes, hopefully we get some winners. And the reason you are not here at the D with Mike and I, because you're here in Las Vegas, explain to folks, you are in a sort of pseudo-quarantine? Yes, uh, because I, I go to the UFC, the Performance Institute, and the Apex, and do um, content for them, do videos and uh, social media hits, and the stuff they're doing this week with their pay-per-view, the big card in Abu Dhabi. So I have to get tested. And since I live here, I don't have to stay at the hotel like a lot of the fighters and staff that come in from out of state do. I'm able to stay at home, but I have to sign a waiver that I will not leave and that I will stay quarantined. So I've been doing that, and it's been going well. Awesome. You know, it, that's so. Got to do what you got to do. I remember that, when you unprecedented first, times. Yeah, I remember when you first got the gig, man. I was happy for you then, and you're right. You know, stay there. Uh, so that you don't get any of the fighters uh, positive. Exactly. You're, but you are not positive yourself, just to clarify. You are not positive. Oh, no, no, no. Thank God. Uh, I get tested a couple times a week. So if anything, it's a it's a luxury because I get to know that I'm, I I don't have it. A couple times I woke up from allergies, not feeling good. I'm like, oh, my God, I hope I didn't catch it. Yeah. And then fortunately, it's, you know, I know I'm getting tested a couple hours later. So you get the results. Thank God. Well, I'm pumped to have you here, man. It's great to see your face. Let's Thanks do, for having me. Let's do this starting with uh, Thursday Night Football. Before we get to our best bets, maybe this might be somebody's one through three best bets. Uh, but it's a Thursday Night Football game. Not exactly like the sexiest matchup there is. But it's Miami and Jacksonville. Miami 0-2. Uh, after losing to Buffalo, though covering as a dog, uh, but 0-2 in the standings. Jacksonville's 1-1. They've covered both of their games. Could have perhaps won last week, uh, but they got Gostkowski at the end by Tennessee. So Jacksonville, after beating uh, the uh, Indianapolis Colts week one, they're 1-1. Jacksonville favored by three. Ace, we start with you because you're the guest. That's odd. What do you think? Anything I'll here? tell you. Yeah, I tell you when I win, when I lose, and I'll tell you when I place the bad bet. And I got involved on this game already at a bad number. I went under 48. Uh, when I saw this total climb from 44 all the way to 48, I didn't think it's going to get much higher than that. I know the, the problems on defensive side of the football. I know the injuries on the defensive side of the football. But this is still unprecedented territory for both these teams. Just look back over their last 10-plus regular season games. I don't think Jacksonville's had a total above 47, 48, maybe once. I don't think Miami even had that once in their last 10-plus regular season games. Um, so for me, I thought it was a case of recency bias and Sharps getting out ahead of the market. We've seen these primetime games flying over the total. The narrative is points, even though it's a Thursday night game with less time to prepare so I, it looks like I took a bad number, and I know there's a lot of sharp money on the over, uh, but I, I'm on under 48 here, and the total's 49. So, you know, you may not want to piggyback that one. Under 48. Is that one of your three best bets, or is that just a bet? because? No, of, no, 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 no. Okay, so just no. the Thursday bet on an under uh, 48. Yes, uh, Todd or Mike, anything on this one tonight? Mike? Yes. Oh, okay, Todd, you first. I'm sorry. I apologize, Todd. You said Todd or Mike, and then you're going to complain that I No, I said Todd or Mike, Todd and then I went Mike, but you jumped in. That's okay. Go ahead. What are you? What is the? See, look, he can dish. He cannot receive. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I can receive just fine, my friend. I had yeah. over 100 catches uh, last season. Uh, here's the deal. I would like to use one of the this pick. Uh, well, this game is one of my three picks. I am going to go with, that's right, folks. 
Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, number one. I'm sorry, I'm Ace. Since, you, since you've Dolphins. left, it's gone to hell, Ace. I'm sorry about that. I apologize. <laughs> Go ahead, Todd. Miami. I have Miami Dolphins plus the three tonight. Uh, I believe they're the type of team that just hangs around, hanging around like from rounders. They just hang around like alligator blood. This guy, you can't get rid of them. They just hang around in games. And I think they can hang around with the Jacksonville team. They're getting three points. Three points in a national. Who's Jacksonville? Who All of a sudden, Jacksonville's good? To me, this is just a toss-up game. I'm getting three points. There's probably no home field advantage in Jacksonville, even when they do have fans. And now they, they, they don't have fans. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick can keep you in the game. Back door is always open with Ryan Fitzpatrick. I believe he backdoored for the cover for me last week. And uh, I'm getting three points. I mean, who's the Jacksonville Jaguars? Miami continues to continue to try every single week. Play people tough. Even the game they lost to New England the beginning of the year wasn't a, a wipeout. They were hanging around in that game. They hung around with a, a decent Buffalo team last week. Why can't they hang around with Jacksonville? Maybe they can even win the game. Give me Miami plus three. Miami plus three. Todd, one of uh, number one, number two, or number three best bet for you? Uh, I'm going to make it uh, number two. Number two for Toddy. Miami Dolphins. Anything for you tonight? No, I'm not going to play the game, Gil. Um... I really haven't watched much of Miami this year. Uh, a little bit because of the two lightning delays. They kind of got a little bit of air time with the 1 o'clocks uh, against Buffalo last week. But I really don't know a lot about them. And uh, look at this. Minshew's been pretty good. Yeah, I mean, has. he really has. They had the ball with three and a half minutes to go with the chance to go down and win that game tied at Tennessee. So um, I'm just not comfortable with this number, laying a whole field goal. Uh, if the game was closer to a pick, I would probably lean Jacksonville. But as it is, it's a pass for me. It's a pass for me as well. Let's go to the best bets. Ace, your number one best bet on the board this week, sir. Not surprisingly, I like a lot on this week's board. It's week three, so now we have a good enough sample size that there's locks just popping off that board. Oh, how Let's I've go missed that. straight to Sunday night. No more value than the New Orleans Saints over Green Bay Packers. Ooh. It should be six on a neutral, let alone at home in New Orleans. Forget what you saw Monday night with the 100-plus penalty yards and the Raiders with their home opener at Allegiant. Who didn't see that coming Grabbed six days before that Monday. Um, so, if anything, I think this Green Bay team, listen, we talked it coming into the season. Last year, they were the most overperforming team based on their analytics. This year, they're doing it again, right? And we're expecting the regression. They're they, they were supposed to be 2-0 coming into this game. The, the, the thing is, they've made it look so easy, scoring 40-plus points covering like they have, but it's that ATS differential that sticks out to me. This team's now plus 24 points. They've outperformed the betting market. They're catching points in New Orleans. They should be catching a lot more, but that's the only reason it isn't the case. Um, as long as New Orleans is a little more disciplined this week, I don't think they're going to have any problems beating the Green Bay Packers, who, again, I just think are an overvalued team. Um, and the regression, is it going to come? I expect it to. I think most expected it to. And again, they are just playing above their ceiling. I think that eventually crashes. No better time than Sunday night football 
in New Orleans. You have always loved the New Orleans Saints. I know you've been to games there. By the way, one other thing uh, that might help you out here, Devontae Adams feeling better, but still too early to tell if he'll play Sunday. Aaron Rodgers' number one target for the Green Bay Packers. So Ace with New Orleans minus three as his number one pick. Mikey, you're number one. You know, my uh, favorite 15 minutes of the week each week uh, is when Michael Lombardi goes on a numbers game. Because, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Gil is always so well prepared. I mean, the questions well, are you. Pulitzer level. And after week thank one, you. Gil asks him, isn't this Vikings team a sneaky 5-11? and 11? Yes. They might be a sneaky 3-13 and 13 team. Yeah. This team is god-awful. They're terrible. I watched the entire game against the Colts. I can't I kept believe- in-gaming under. I mean, they are... How come when they have the ball on their own one, they call play action with a seven-step drop every week and get him sacked? I mean, they're terrible. They don't even want him to pass. The problem is they get behind in the games because there's nobody left on their defense. This is incredible. I think they win three or four games this year. I love they don't have to lay more than a field goal. They don't get that home field advantage now this year. That's a tremendous – Britt talked about it, a tremendously intimidating place to play. That's gone. I'll take Tennessee, and I'll lay the two and a half as my best bet. Todd, I'm going to step in here because I, once again, Mikey and I have the exact same first best bet. Uh, In fact, on guessing lines on Monday with Chris Andrews, uh, when I guessed this, I said Tennessee minus four and a half. And when he said it was under three, I was pretty incredulous about that. Uh, Kirk Cousins, I'll take off the glasses, Cronkite style to read this. Kirk Cousins. Uh, 0.0 passer rating late into the third quarter last week. Is that good? 0.0? He ended 15.9 with a 15.9 passer rating. Remember, that's out of 158.3. Little statistical note, quirky. The Vikings have actually taken a safety in three straight games. (laughs) How amazing is that? That's incredible. Uh, Going back to last season's regular season finale. But they had 175 total yards of offense last week. Uh, in their game. They were two of nine on third downs. And usually time of possession, typically time of possession doesn't mean much. But in that game, it did. They only had the ball for 21 minutes and 35 seconds left. Who'd they play last week? Colts. The Colts, Colts. right. 21 minutes and 35 seconds. Now Anthony Barr already with a shoulder injury. They've generated no pass rush to speak of. Their corners, their their guys in their secondary are too young. Uh, Give me the Titans. Uh, what's the number on that? What's the official number? Let's see. Two and a half. Two and a half. Two and a half. <laughs> Titans minus two and a half. That is also my first bet. Todd? You know, I looked at that game, and I just thought to myself, this smells like the game that everybody's going to be on. <laughs> and I've watched too much National Football League football to know there's nothing easy in the world of the National Football League. It looks too easy, and I agree with everything you both said. I couldn't agree with you more. I think the Vikings stink. In fact, last year I thought the Vikings stunk when Mike loved them in uh, in the VEASAN studio, and I had to upbraid him on thinking that Kirk Cousins was actually going to do something good for them. Upgrade. I never liked Kirk Cousins. The Vikings stink. I agree with you guys a 1,000%, but it's too easy. I'm passing on that game. Oh, my God. Instead, <laughs> I am going with my best bet. I'm going to pull up Gilly Alexander's Washington Redskins mm. against the Cleveland Browns oh, over man. the 45 points. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. because... <laughs> he faked us out. Take the yeah, faked us out. <laughs> over 45. Out. <laughs> I don't want the Redskins. I mean, I don't want the Washington football team or whatever they call that team. I don't. Clem Haskins, I don't want him. But I do want the over 45 in the game. And here's why I want it. The Cleveland Browns can move the football. 
They give that ball to Chubb. They run right down the field. Washington ain't going to be able to stop them. They showed they don't have a, a decent defense last week against Arizona. I think Cleveland's going to get your points. And I don't. I wasn't very impressed with Cleveland Browns' defense at all. I think the Redskins might get you some late garbage touchdowns. 45, give me the over. The National Football League is a points league this year. It's points, points, points. Give me the over. Washington Redskins, Cleveland Browns. <laughs> all right, over 45 for the Washington football team and the Cleveland Browns. Uh, yeah, Redskins' offense has just been terrible. Uh, front seven is great, but that's the strength of that football team. For the Redskins to win games, they got to keep the opponent to, like, 17. But you're not playing the side here. 45 over on that. Ace, best bet number two, sir. Uh, I'm going to go with a total that uh, I bet. Yeah, we took first half end game on this. And I'll give this one as the second bet. A Detroit, Arizona over at 55 uh, as long as it's still 55 i it like is. that it is yep yeah that, yeah and the first half i think we got 25 or 25 and a half but anyway the 55 overs the, the best bet number two um like we've seen detroit defense is just going to get let up a lot of points this year uh, most expected them to progress and take a step forward and they just haven't done that especially on the defensive side of the ball where arizona if anything, this offense is going to have a ton of success. Now another season under their belt with that coaching staff, with a young quarterback. Um, and I think that defense has played well, but it's the offenses they faced. You know, they had a San Fran team in first first week, and then Washington last week. That's not too difficult to keep them to less than 20 points. But I do think Detroit will be able to get some points on the board. Even when they lose games, Detroit's capable of scoring, like we saw against Dallas last year, where they lose by a touchdown, but they put up four of their own. And I think it's going to be that kind of season for Detroit. So I'm going to go over 55 as my second best bet. Over 55, Detroit, Arizona, a rematch of their week one tie last year, where yep. uh, when the Lions snatched a tie from the, from the jaws of victory. Mikey, number two. How come nobody calls out Matt Stafford? I, I'm just yeah. on ace. I mean... Some of the decisions he makes, are, and nobody says anything. Well, because his coach is so bad that we forget, right? Uh, by the way, before last week's game, 33 games that Matt Patricia has coached, they have squandered 11 fourth-quarter leads. So one out of every three games prior to last week. Just It's just, I mean, at some point. So I understand. Well, you, know, that's a, you know what that factor is, Gil? What Matt is, what, Patricia has a big meal at halftime, and he's just not as sharp in the second half, as you can see by his giant belly hanging over his pants. That could be. We'll look into that. Nothing worse than a reformed whore. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> no. I even like that one. Buddy. That was a good one. My like second it. pick is going to be the Denver Broncos. Whoa. Getting six points at home to... Tampa Bay. I'm still going to follow that. I'm, I know we lost. This was our only loss last week, Todd, taking the nine against Brady with Carolina. But I'm going to tell you, we were in a position to win that game. If they don't break that run when they're trying to run out the clock. First of all, we shouldn't have been in a position to cover. They were being totally dominated, down 21 to nothing. And they turned the ball over, and they got right back in the game. I thought Jeff Driscoll outplayed Roethlisberger in the second half of that game. And it looks like he's an upgrade for the Broncos. There, there's certainly no drop-off, right, no. from Locke to Driscoll. There is not. And yeah. Fangio's a defensive coach. 
They've made both teams work to move the ball that they've played. Tennessee had to work to move the ball in those games. Pittsburgh had to work. They're lucky to come out of there with the win last week. Uh, I just couldn't believe this number is six. I think that Denver's got a real chance to win this game. It's tough to go to altitude and play. Tom didn't have to do it that many times outside of the playoffs. And the last time he went there, they beat the living hell out of him in the AFC Championship game. I'm going to take the six with the Broncos at home. Wow. Three things. One, elevation, not altitude. Thank you. You're welcome. Elevation to <laughs> sea level, altitude to the ground. Uh, that's the English teacher in me. Two, what is this wonderful beverage that you have concocted for me here at the D? Pineapple cranberry mixed. It's no, no alcohol. It's no just alcohol. two juices mixed. Yeah, it's very refreshing. Too no. many calories. Put it down, Gilly. No, you're right. <laughs> Todd, Todd and I are in a weight loss uh, situation. He, he thinks he's going to catch me. By um, the way, 248 this morning. I am hot on your heels, my friend. 248 this morning. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm going down. Bay Breeze, Trip tells me. Ooh, That's what it's called, good. a Bay Breeze. Uh, I am going down, but at a, a snail's, a glacial pace. At a more healthy pace. At a more healthy say. pace. I mean, yes. Yeah, we're a little worried. Todd, it's a little too quick. <laughs> You're going to bounce much, right too back soon. up. Too much, too soon. Too much, Todd. And I will be taking nutritional information in, uh, from my good friend, Portly Mike Palm. Oh, Never. Man. Thank you. Portly Mike Palm. Uh, and the last thing is, and, I, and this is just before I get to my second best bet, it's fall baseball now. Is there anything better than seeing baseball with shadows on the field when you know the playoffs are about to happen. Well, I love it more. Yeah, there's a couple more it's better good. things in that field. Todd, Todd, yeah. well, who's the in-game betting expert, although he doesn't host the show on MSG. But no. it, the, the shadows in baseball are very important when you're making these in-game oh, bets. Oh, of course. I mean, I don't yeah. think they're really factored into the line. No, not at all. I mean, the algorithm does that not factor excellent, in shadows. Excellent point by Michael Palm. Once in a while, he does come up with a gem, and it happened yesterday, actually, in the Angels-Padres game, if you were watching. That's right. I was texting with E about it. Here come the shadows, and then we started betting in-game under. Here come the shadows. <laughs> did it work out? It did. All right. It my my second best bet uh, is the Seattle Seahawks. I am laying the five against the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, don't be mesmerized by that onside kick. I know everybody is uh, amazed by the Cowboys' comeback, and it was amazing against the Falcons last week uh, as they overcome a 20-point deficit from the first quarter, 15-point deficit late. But that's more of a Falcons thing to me than it is a Cowboys thing. Uh, the Cowboys had three fumbles, minus three turnovers. They called two failed fake punts in their own territory. They made an idiotic two-point conversion call down nine with under five minutes to play. And then, of course, they had the five Falcons watch the spinning top onside kick, mesmerized by it. Um, here's the thing with the Cowboys' defense. They have forced seven punts in eight quarters of football. Four of those, by the way, were in what Atlanta might have considered garbage time anyway. No Tyron Smith, no Lael Collins, no Cam Irving. No Travis Frederick already on the offensive line. Blake Jarwin, season-ending knee injury. A defense that lost their top corner in Byron Jones. No Leighton Vander Esch, no Sean Lee, no Anthony Brown, cornerback. The defense has allowed points eight times in a nine, or they did allow eight points, excuse me, they allowed points, rather, eight times in a nine-drive span against the Falcons. They have a total of two sacks in two games against teams with vulnerable <laughs> offensive lines and have already allowed 17 third-down conversions on 34 attempts, plus three fourth-down conversions, by the way, on as many attempts. They got one takeaway thus far against opponents that committed a combined 49 turnovers last year. Forget it. I'm taking Russell Williams. I'm giving the points. I know. I know the Seahawks. Russell Williams. Uh, Russell Wilson, rather. I know the. I know the Seahawks have have trouble with their defense too, but I will take Russell Wilson and his Superman cape, and give the five points against that sip of a defense. Seattle, pick number two. Ace number three. 
Oh, we have a little. I'm a. I, there's a lot of short money on Seattle. Oh, that one scares me. I, I got to go with the Denver Broncos. I agree with Mike here. Um, I actually bet them in the first half at three and a half um, and took the six. Again, we've talked about it on your show millions of times with the injured player. I think the drop-off just isn't as significant as this line reflects. And although we saw down the stretch um, how good uh, Denver's quarterback did, the, the bottom line was the one loss was against a decent pass defense. Um, I think Driscoll's going to do just fine. And catching six points at home, to me, is a little too many uh, for this Tampa Bay team that we knew coming in was going to be the sexy pick. Uh, anytime you have Tom Brady, you're going to get action at the betting window. And I think that's what this is a case of. So for me, I like Denver at home. This is a team that's only lost by, what, seven points uh, both games, a combined seven. A lot of randomness in those results. They could be just as easily 2-0 and as 0-2 or 1-1. and uh, so I think we're getting a little line value there. That's why they're 2-0 against the spread. So give me Denver plus the six as my third pick. All right. Matching with Mikey there on one, two. Uh, Mike, what's your third? I struggled for a third pick this week, Gil, really. I looked at, me too. I looked at the Texans getting four from the Steelers. Um, but, geez, I just I can't bet on Bill O'Brien. I just couldn't pull the trigger. That that was probably going to be my pick. That's exactly how I, I thought I, about it, I kept it thinking too. about like, Bill O'Brien. What I, will Bill O'Brien do to screw me? Bill O'Brien last week, can I just interject? <laughs> Did anybody, I mean, I know. How about a when lot he went for a fourth down from his own 32? What was he doing? Fourth down, fourth and one at the Houston 34, yeah. down three to nothing with two seconds left in the first quarter. And four plays later, it's 10 to nothing. What in the world was that? And it kind of got glossed over. But in over. the playoffs, he wouldn't go fourth and inches to try to go up 28 to nothing. Well, he can't do that. No, no, not on the opponent's 13. No, no way. What are you doing? No way. So who'd you land on? Ah, I have to take an over. I'm an under player. I bet under every sport, and I cannot bet unders in this NFL season because of these points. The crowd noise isn't a factor and all that. I tried to find an over I like. I'm going to settle on the over in Orchard Park. With the Rams and the Bills. What is it, 46, 46 and a half? What do you see? 47. 47. Oh, come on, Todd. No, Again right. with that? He's right. Nonsense. Okay, uh, ask Gil. Gil, what do you have? I got 47. All right, I'm going to go over okay, 40. Okay, thank you. I'm going to go over 40. <laughs> so look at Todd in that gingerbread house in Pittsburgh. I'm going to go over. <laughs> cork. <laughs> cork. I'm going to go over 47 here. I think McBay is uh, it, just maybe the best play caller in football. I wasn't impressed with Buffalo's defense in Miami against Fitzpatrick. I thought Miami moved the ball in the second half uh, pretty easily and getting, as Todd said, getting that backdoor cover. Um, and the Rams, look, if you can block Donaldson, you're going to move the ball in the Rams. The Phillies, Philadelphia came back from a big hole and actually had several chances to take the lead in that game. I had to pick it over, and I'm going to take this one. Okay, over 47. Todd, last one. Okay, I am going to do something. I am going to hold my nose. Bill and as I make this pick, I am holding my nose. Bill and I am going to pick the J. E. Mm. Okay, let me, let me just say, I'm, that's my third as well, by Ooh. the way. It's too many points. It looks it. Uh, now we've, we've muted him. Go ahead, Todd. Go ahead. I'm sorry. The J-E-T-S New York. No, I was just kidding. No, no, no. Go ahead. Too many points. I, I, I agree with this. Oh, okay. The Jets are getting now. 
It depends on what who you have. What do you have, Gil? Eleven and a half. Eleven and a half. Okay. So the Jets are getting eleven and a half points. Now, granted, they got absolutely destroyed, except for in the last drive when I needed them not to score because I had them second half under. Um, they get that ridiculous touchdown at the end, but they look, you know, horrendous. But a lot of teams look horrendous against San Francisco's defense. Uh, obviously, look, I'm not saying the Jets are a good team. That is not what I'm saying. I'm saying that maybe they're not that horrendous. And who the hell is Phillip Rivers and the Colts to be giving anybody 11 and a half points? Yeah. Now, we know the Colts are not any like world beaters. Why are I mean, Indianapolis Colts? I mean, what have you proven to me that you should be laying double digits in a National Football League game? The Jets... Granted, they're not good. I'm not saying they are. But 11 and a half points in a National Football League team against a team that is not the worst team you've ever seen in your life. And the Colts are certainly not the best team you've ever seen in your life. And they have the Phillip Rivers factor that can always keep you in the game. You know, they could be up 20 to 6 and then he starts, you know, doing stupid interceptions. Who knows with that guy? You know, he's busy. You know, he can't remember all his kids' names. The, the bottom line is the Colts do not deserve to be favored by 11 and a half points versus anyone. And that includes the New York Jets, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Stupid interception, she said. Uh, I'm with you. It's too many points. And I and I use that nope. line all the time. The, the Colts should not be favored by that many over anybody. Uh, the Jets only had 275 total yards of offense last week against the uh, Niners. And one of them was on a big play. I mean, most uh, A lot of those was on one big play. Um, so they're not good. I agree with all that. And it is about Phillip Rivers. I don't uh, I don't have any problem fading him as a quarterback. But his injuries, too, right? They lost Marlon Mack with an Achilles injury the first week of the season. Last week, it was another torn Achilles for Malik Hooker, their standout safety. Their, uh, their wideout, Paris Campbell's on IR as well. He was carted off with a knee injury. So they're also losing players. Uh, but give me 11 and a half. This is one of those where it's just I'm turning my brain off. Prove me wrong. Jets, if you can't cover 11 and a half. Adam Gase, if you can't cover 11 and a half, then, you know, I'm an idiot. But I'll take the 11 and a half points. Give me the Jets against a Colts team. That is good, but, you know, I don't know if they're in. I don't know if they're great. Let's put it that also, way. Also, one other thing is teams that get blown out in the National Football League have a tendency to show up the next week. They're all professionals. Thank you, Todd. They are. They are all professionals. Very well stated. All right. Uh, so those are the three best bets per person. Uh, let us go to, should we do survivor pick or teaser? Let's do the teasers right here. Uh, two team six-point teasers. We all had Atlanta week one, so we all lost. We all had Kansas City last week, and we just got through it. Everybody wins. You know, there was no way you could have lost a teaser last week unless you took the Saints. That's right. That's the only one. You weren't going to tease the Eagles across the number. Right. Right? So, I mean. Wait, what about Ace's third play, Gil? He we had the Broncos. He, he gave the Broncos. Oh, Broncos. My fault. Sorry. Yeah. Stenographer, everybody. He's a stenographer. Christ. All right, Ace, uh, your favorite two-team six-point teaser of the week would be? Yeah, and with a teaser for myself, the only way at times I've ever I ever use a teaser is to tease the number. And obviously, you guys have discussed it, I'm sure, plenty of times. Uh, the only ones that really jump out at me is first I'm going to tease Cleveland. They're up to seven, seven and a half in some spots. So we're able to get them down through that seven, through that three to add some value. Uh, the other one, I wanted New England. They were at six. I was going to bring them down to a pick. But now they're at five, 
And that kind of kills that value on the teaser because, again, if you shouldn't lay more than minus 110. You should only get six points. And we know if you got to hit, what, 72.4% to break even on each leg. So if that six point don't help you do that, there's no reason to use it. You're better off just straight betting it. Uh, so the other one that, that I have to do it to would be the Chargers, down to minus a half, even though I actually took Carolina at plus seven because some book put up a, a rogue seven, and I thought that was a bad number. Uh, but again, the only reason I tease is for that purpose. So I'll go Chargers minus a half and uh, Cleveland minus one. That is the closest thing to your uh, your favorites uh, being on a Stanford Long teaser this week, Mike. Yeah, yeah, I think you have to use the Browns. The Browns yep. is the the play that every, and then it's a tough week because they're like right. Yeah, like Ace said, the numbers don't make sense for it. It's just the numbers. You may be better off, Mike, going with a dog and teasing it up. I'm going to yeah. tease yeah, Bill O'Brien up to ten. Oh, How about that? God. Let's do that. Let's take Bill O'Brien up to 10. That's my teaser. Browns, Texans. Attaboy. You, you said that in the way someone just thought of something two seconds ago. Well, I was debating it, but I got affirmation from me, so I did it. Todd. My teaser is going to be the Kansas City Chiefs plus nine and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. You know, I just think that, you know, it's going to be hard, even if you're the Ravens, to beat the Chiefs by nine and a half. They could be down 16 late, and you get the backdoor touchdown. They go for two. They lose by eight. You're, you're in the, inside the number there. So give me the Chiefs plus nine and a half, and give me the Los Angeles Rams. I mean, Buffalo's a good team, but they're not exactly a team that usually wins by margin. They're more of a defensive team. Defensive teams have a tendency not to, you know, roll up big points on the scoreboard. Plus, the Rams can usually move the ball. I'm going to take the Rams plus eight and a half. I wish I had gone before you. You stole my thunder. Kansas City and the Rams. Wow. Yes. You're not taking You think the Washington team can win that game? Yes, I do. Wow. I mean, I don't think they will, but But I think think there's a shot. Yeah. Give me the the Chiefs getting all those points is much more favorable to me, getting nine and a half, and the Rams catching eight and a half. That is exactly what my two-team teaser is. Now, Survivor, uh, some of us are in the Circus Survivor contest. And by the way, let me just say this. Uh, I think I said it last week. It's all I care about. It really is all I care about. Last week, the first week of the season, 42% of the entry pool of 1,390 went by the wayside. Most of those are the hands of the Colts. I had one, I had two entries. One of my entries was gone with the Colts. Last week, with the remaining, what was it, 585 eight, or something like that? 805. Oh, 805, I'm sorry. Only four were eliminated out of 805. Four ace. entries. That's impossible. Well, one person took the Eagles. Mm-hmm. One person took Carolina, but that might have been doing what Derek calls the, the double option, the where double you, take, option. you use the Carolina and the Tampa Bay so you make sure to advance. Right. And then two people had the Saints on Monday night. That was it. Four, 99.5% advanced. It'll never happen again. So, Todd, you're the, uh, you're the official bookkeeper of the show. On the show, you're the only one alive, but in real life, you're not the only one alive. So how are we playing this? Well, here's the thing. I think that folks should realize that I'm not in a contest, which means that I'm probably going to have survivor winners for 16 straight That's weeks. That's probably true. Because Hashem, yeah. Yeah. you know Hashem out there, Hashem. he loves to stick it to me. There's nobody who likes to stick it to me more than Hashem. Can you explain, so can you explain Hashem to the Gentiles of the world out there? Yes. Hashem is God. 
in the uh, you know the Orthodox Jews say Hashem because it just means the name, and you're not allowed to say God's name, so they just say the name Hashem. Thank you. So me and Gil joke about how the fact that Hashem hates me, and he'll always find a way to screw me. In fact, sending an earthquake that happened in the middle of the desert to ruin a Las Vegas Aces uh, game that I had the Mystics at halftime. Have you ever lost a bet because of the uh, an earthquake at halftime of a women's basketball game that you were actually at the game at the MGM? Well, it's never happened in, in the world. Well, let me just step so in. Hashem. Let me just step in and also say the extent of your neuroses is also when I ruptured my Achilles, you viewed it as Hashem hurting you because well, of course. Yeah. Explain to people why is that? Well, basically, I was having such a good time playing Gil Tennis. I was kicking his ass all over the pace, beating him straight, beating Easy. him against the line, Easy. winning money no every way. single day. Revisionist it was a fantastic, yeah. Total fantastic, revisionist. Total revisionist a fantastic experience. Uh -huh. And, of course, Hashem said, no, you're having too much fun beating Gilly Ice. And that's it. I'm going to take it away from you because we don't want you to be happy in this world, Todd. Just give that's us your survivor what pick. What is it? My survivor pick, I've already used, and by the way, if we're going to make this normal, we have to know who I've already used. Yes, that's I've correct. already used the Steelers and the Packers, and this week I will use the football team from Cleveland to just eke out a W for you against the Washington football team. I hate betting on Baker Mayfield, but I think it might be safe this week. Ace, are you in any survivor uh, pools at all? No, no, did not get into... Uh... The Westgate, I mean, the Circa this year. So, nah, don't have any Survivor action going. Mikey? I'm not in any, and, and I'm out. Right. So am I allowed to make a pick, yeah, Todd? Yeah, if you want. Oh, well, no, Todd. here's the thing. I have no problem with Mikey making a pick, but we have to give it some um, conjecture because there's always the issue of people – who have already used things. So, yes. Mikey, maybe you should say, well, probably people have used the X and XY team. This is who I would take of the remaining teams that are probably still available to you. Well, I used the Colts and lost. Yeah. And then I used the Browns last week on Thursday night. Uh -huh. I would use the Cardinals this week uh, against the Lions if I was still alive. Ooh. And that's probably a team people haven't used yet, Todd. That one would scare me. <laughs> I like that. See, Mike gives you the proper conjecture or the proper... Uh, what is conjecture? That's not conjecture. It's not conjecture. You're I know. That we're not, we're not supposing you're using anything. That word Mike, Mike, I'm using the wrong word. When you're right, you're right. I'm using Todd, the can wrong I word. ask you a, a point of parliamentary procedure? <laughs> yes. What about Yahweh? I thought <laughs> Yahweh was also God. Yahweh is a name... Well, it's like an English-sized uh, thing for a Hebrew name of God, which you're really not supposed to say. That's why you say Hashem. Because, you know, Hashem is so exalted that you can't say his name out loud, chas v'sholem. Okay, that's enough. No, it's good stuff. It's <laughs> education. He said. It's education. It we, get the, we get the Nightlife podcast and we get constant learning yeah. about the Jewish faith. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mikey, why don't you tell us how you feel about the, you know, uh, ice, ice lakes and Jesus? Uh, that's some great stuff. Can I get my survivor pick, anybody? Yeah, we're waiting on Gil. Thank you. Uh, in my entry that is still alive at, uh, at Circa, oh. <clears throat> which I intend to win, by the way. Uh, first week in the one that uh, is alive, I had the Tennessee Titans. Thank you, Stephen Goskowski, for finally making a kick. And then last week I had the Cleveland Browns on a Thursday night, so I am not allowed to use either of those. Um, this is a tough week because the, the biggest spread is Cleveland. What about oh, excuse Colts? me, Col the Colts. Colts. Yeah. Okay, I don't, I, listen, the Colts already beat me in the other entry. I am not trying to pick them here. Really? I really I am not. I thought you would go to the Colts this week. 
Well, you have to understand, I have the Jets plus the points. I can't have that. Those two things happening in my life at the well, same you can, time. You can well, that's Phillip a big medal for you. I know. <laughs> Gil, you don't want to deal. Gil, you don't want to deal with Philip. I don't want to deal with Philip Rivers. I know it's so a large So you're never going to use the Colts the whole year? I didn't year? say never. Well, here's the spot. But I don't, I don't <laughs> trust them here. No, I don't trust them. Um, I really don't. And I'm, I'm just pondering this for the first time, by the way. Uh, dare I say... Do I How about the Chargers? Do you I, like the Chargers? How about your Todd, I don't need suggestions. For God's sakes, I'm going through it myself. How about your, your love? You love the Seahawks against Dallas. Yeah, no, I'm not doing that either. Okay. Uh, the question <laughs> is, do I trust the Chargers? Why don't you yell at Mikey for giving him, him a suggestion? Because you're easier to yell at. Chargers, uh, do I trust them? I don't know. Arizona, I don't know. This is very difficult for me. I think, I think that I may have to. Oh, God. I, actually, now, I may actually go with the New England Patriots. Yeah. I'm serious. That's the game I don't want to bet when we get to that. Nope. I don't want anything yeah. to do with that game. I'll tell you why, because I think the Raiders are, are, are a little overhyped, and I yep. think Belichick versus Gruden is the matchup I might want, and I can anticipate lots of other people losing on New England later in the year. Hmm. Hmm. So that might be my strategy. That's a good one, Gil. Ace, That's a good one. Ace likes it. Don't let that... Don't let that line move in the other way now to five and a half scare you. The biggest win for Vegas just happened five days ago. This looks like a, a letdown spot for them. I like it. By the way, Ace, uh, people want to know because uh, you, you're famous for many things on this show. Uh, obvious ones like Sprinkle, which we haven't had yet. Um, How proud driving around, Gil. Now I listen to like national radio or amazing. even TV. Yeah. And I hear guys saying sprinkle, sprinkle, sprinkle. I'm like, wow. Yeah. That's uh, who's the, uh, what's the, uh, the big one? Barstool. They use it too. Like they came up with it also. Um, right. But one of the things you're famous for is Seattle Super Bowl year. You were all, you're like, ah, forget Seattle, forget Seattle. And they won it. But you wanted to tell people that you were on Kansas City last year. Yes, sir. And, and what a city <laughs> Kansas City is who embraced me with open arms. As soon as I bet Kansas City for the Super Bowl, they forgot everything I said during the last two regular seasons and said, come on, have some ribs. Come watch the parade with us. You're our people. That's my kind of my kind of town. That's your new town. Seattle, now. we just don't mix well. You guys don't get along. I know. I thought no. New Orleans was always your tent. No, wasn't that your? Oh, of course. But now Kansas City somehow they they've accepted me. When I was I was <laughs> anti Kansas City for a while until I, I started believing the hype. Tom, it Brent. takes a while to convince me. Ace and Tom Brenneman with different viewpoints in yeah. the same town. <laughs> in the same town. Uh, <laughs> no, that's true. I like that. Uh, so I'm I'm feeling good about New England now. Do the question okay. becomes: Is he absolutely going to take New England when I finally press submit on this? Can I say that with 100% certainty? No. I'm going to be honest no. with you. I can't. But well, that's, that's what no I'm good. thinking right well, now. You still have, you have till we Saturday at 3 o'clock to get more information. Yeah. There might be an injury. Todd, or... I haven't had the time to think it through, man. I do three things Fine. a day. Give me a Fine. break. Yeah, you got time. You got time. Mm -hmm. I, I Just still... for the stenography, Gil, for the stenography, you have the Pats. And who did you use the last two weeks? Uh, I used Tennessee and Cleveland. Tennessee and Cleveland were my oh, actual. Oh, you got, you got you got options. I got options. I do have options. But Can this I, is a tough week. Yeah. Which we'll find. You got Baltimore Monday night. They shouldn't lose at home. Well, that's Kansas oh, City. I'm wow. not touching that. <laughs> wow. Not touching that. Wait. He's trying to run me into a wall. Can I make a survivor point? Please, yes. Which I couldn't make on Visa, but I could maybe make it here. On oh, the you night. could do anything here. How bad do you think the Brianna Taylor protests are going to get? 
And the reason I say so, this, so he brought this up. The reason I say this is because I was downtown last night and we had a protest, and I was at yeah. the event center doing a, a job fair for Circa. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we had to get out of there. I mean, we, the, the streets were blocked, and that there's going to come a time where the timing between Thursday night and the weekend, if there's issues like this in a racial pandemic, <laughs> where you might yeah. have to take Jacksonville on Thursday night. If everything gets canceled on Sunday and Monday, you win the contest. So was this E's <laughs> idea or was this your idea? This is my idea. Okay, because don't t- let me this he get yeah. credit for everything. He t- I mean, he well, takes he a lot of credit. He, he, he texted me with this. Wait, is that really true, Mike? No, no. So listen to this. Listen to this because it's an interesting theory. And you're right. This is probably the vent, the uh, the format to say it mm-hmm. on. Im- imagine if something got so bad, and and yesterday might have been a great example of that, right? With with uh, with the ruling in in Louisville. And we're not talking whatever political side you're on here or whatever. That's not the point of this. The point of this is from a football perspective. If, you're, if we're in Survivor, right, and let's say something goes down on a Thursday, and let's say that still the NFL plays a Thursday night game, but what if it just the ground – what if it's a crescendo of protest on a Friday, on a Saturday? We're just speculating, right, to the point where the where – I guess what you're suggesting is the NFL just has cancellations left and right on a Sunday. What the whole whole Sunday the whole or Monday gets canceled. So then, what would happen in Survivor? Whoever had a correct pick on Thursday wins. Wins advance. Well, they would advance if Jacksonville won. The only people left would be the people that Mike, took Jacksonville. There's no way. There's no way that you what guys you ta- would do that. What are you talking about? You That's mean, the rules. What do you mean, we- you guys? You're saying no way Circle would do that? That's the rules. That's- you're saying. You're saying that if a guy picks on Thursday night and then they cancel the rest of the games, that guy's officially yeah, the winner. that's the only winner that's from the only that way. week. I so now you, you don't know. Now you have to handicap the protest. Well, sure, and you have that's, to handicap that's, COVID that's too. That's the point I of mean, the conversation. That's the whole point of the conversation. I thought you were going to say the, there's no way the NFL would do that, but you went with there's no way Circle would do that. <laughs> well, wait. By the way, you haven't seen anything yet. Wait till we have elect electoral pandemic. Okay, which well, is coming. So that's another point. Thing. Also, that's it's a point. coming. Again, these are things we can't talk about on uh, on satellite radio necessarily. But here, I think this is all this is all very interesting stuff because you have to handicap COVID, right? You have to handicap uh, social injustice. You have to handicap all these things. And in something like Survivor, which is just do or die, period. Could you imagine if it ended on something like that? That would be nuts. Well, it would be unfortunate. It would be unfortunate. It would be very. But it would certainly be talked about for years to come. Let's put it. A that perfect way. example, Gil. Why? Whenever anyone asks me how to get into the industry, how to be a professional better, I always tell them, dude, get on the other side of the counter. Yeah. Don't even don't even bother yourself with this side. Go be a bookmaker. That life's so much easier. It's 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 ever increasingly more difficult. This year is just its own thing. Like, it's impossible. Yep. But that's just that's an amazing scenario to well, think Well, we of. sat there and racked our brains on how to be fair in the in the Circa Millions, if the game gets postponed, we just give you a half point, right? But we can't do that because in Survivor, you must pick a winner that week. Right. And it's just the unfortunate part of something might happen, whether it's a COVID game or a protest game, that you've picked a team and the game doesn't play. You've lost that entry. Yeah. And so it's in the rules. It's yes. in the Circa rules. Yes. Wow. And by the way, wow. if, if there's anybody listening right now is like, ah, I want to hear this stuff. We're, we're not We're not trying to be ESPN radio. We understand no, that we people don't want to. We haven't said anything political. No, no, no. We no, haven't no, no. said anything uh, political. Todd, let me finish the sentence so that people can understand I'm saying exactly what you're saying. Instead of interrupting and making you. it seem like I'm not saying that. Can we, do, can we agree on that? So, uh, by the way, I listen in the morning to ESPN Radio and then what we have on VEASAN, and it is just, VEASAN is so much better because they are all in on the stuff. But what we're just trying to say is through, a, through the lens of betting, 
and we don't care about the politics of it. That is the, the, to, to have to ponder those scenarios is incredible. It's a handicapping consideration. That's this right. Handicapping consideration, everybody. By the way, if it happens, if something like that happens, what a sage you are. What a prophet. I hope it doesn't happen. No, of course not. I hope it doesn't get to that point. But here's the first seed of something that could happen. Yeah. We don't know if there's going to be a shooting on a what if there's a shooting on a Saturday afternoon? That, you know what I mean? How about right. November 3rd, Mikey? How about November 3rd? Yeah. They're going to they're gonna be, some guy's going to say, I won the election. I'm not saying anything political. I'm just saying, what <laughs> no, guy's going to say? Yeah. I'm going to say, I won the election. Other people are going to say, no, we would like to count the votes. He's going to say, no, you're not allowed to count the votes. And there's going to be a gigantic S-storm in this country that's going to make COVID and the racial pandemic look like child's play, my yeah. friends. Now, I yeah. hope it doesn't happen. And I the, obviously hope it doesn't happen. But, you know, it clearly could happen. And clearly. the judge that one of those two guys nominates is probably going to decide a, the certification of the election. <laughs> oh, man. That's it. I'm switching to Miami. Yeah, okay. No, I'm okay. I'm, not, I'm not switching to Miami. All right, final two questions, uh, boys and girls. You know how this goes. Uh, we've done this as the final two questions on the show for as long as we've done this show. Uh, and then the first of which is, which of the big favorites do you think is the most likely to lose outright? The problem with this week is there mm. are no big favorites except for one. That's the Colts, who are 11.5-point favorites against the, uh, the Jets. Outside of that, here are your biggest favorites. Cleveland, seven-point favorites against the Washington football team. And then everything else is below that. Chargers, six-and-a-half-point favorites against Carolina. Tampa Bay, six-point favorites against Denver. And we'll leave it at New England, six-point favorites against Las Vegas. Those are the biggest favorites on the board. Of those ace, which do you believe is Not the most? Not Seattle-Dallas? No Seattle-Dallas in there? No, it's just, no, it's only five. We can't include that. <laughs> As he right. tips his I mean, hand. Pat's technically, Pats are really only five, too, technically, good. Uh, I have, oh yeah, you, no, I have a lot more sixes there. I have six. Yeah, I got six. Okay. Fair enough. Ace, what do you think? I'm going to have to go then. I'll have to go with the Carolina Panthers. Um, it's a team I think that's capable of, of beating this one and one Chargers team. I know they're zero point differential, kind of ran, a little randomness there for the Chargers. And that six and a half sticks out. It, like I said, I was able to find a seven, uh, so I grabbed it. Don't get me wrong, um, but I, I just think this offense needs a little while. It's the defense that's getting it done. I think they're top 15 DVOA, so they're keeping them in games. Uh, but I think Carolina is capable of beating this team even on the road. I'll take the Panthers. Okay, so Chargers is your pick of the uh, favorite, the big favorite most likely to go down. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we, we've gone this far in the show without mentioning. Tarod, pardon me with the pronunciation, Tarod Taylor, punctured lung from the doctor of the Chargers. If they would have won the game, would the doctor have gotten the game ball? <laughs> Other thing I can't say on Visa. <laughs> but you know, what it, you know what it does explain to me? Mikey, very good, Would the Mikey. doctor have gotten Mikey, the game I, ball? I'll be honest. I'm the first one to love to bury you, but that was fantastic. Could you imagine the post-game locker room celebrating? We, we know who's getting this game ball, everybody. Uh, no. By the way, Welcome to iHeartRadio for this podcast. Oh. <laughs> With that note right there. No, um, the uh, we're on the iHeartRadio network, well, podcast network, by the way. So that's a uh, that's our debut salvo right there. No, but seriously, Anthony Lynn, we were all, at least, at least I know I was on a numbers game, and I'm sure everybody else was, when he immediately said, Anthony Lynn, that they would go back to Tyrod Taylor as soon as he was healthy. 
everybody's like, what are you talking about? Justin Herbert had like a minute to prepare for this game, and he was awesome. That explains it to me. Lombardi doesn't think I'm right. He thinks that's, he thinks that's nonsense. He thinks he likes Tyrod Taylor, period, no matter what. But I think Anthony Lynn knew something weird happened, and he had to I think you're right. Yeah. You agree? But the, the, what scares me with Carolina is they fall under that 0-2 ATS trend that I keep hearing. Which is That what? nonsense. Which is well, what? It's, it's everywhere. With the, oh, these teams are 0-2 ATS, and over the last four seasons, blah, 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 it's 22 and whatever against the spread. Uh-huh. Like, those kind of things start to worry me. Because I like a couple of those dogs in that 0-2. And, and I just don't trust I don't like trends like that when you tell me they're 22 and seven over the last four years. Why aren't you telling me the last five years and six and seven? <laughs> yeah, like, true. does it not fit the narrative and you stopped it four years? That's like, just say teams that are 0 and 2 ATS are probably undervalued going into week three. Like, that's a fundamental reason we could all agree on that. It's possible if a team hasn't covered first two games out of the gate, they're 0 and 2, they may be a little undervalued. But the pull-out trends like, oh, they're 22 in this over the last three years, to me, that's just nonsense. But yet you're spooked by it nonetheless. Yeah, because <laughs> – exactly. Because it's so – it's everywhere. I'm like, are they shading for it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Is it baked into the cake too much? That's what worries me. But, Charles, Char- you're also saying – that's what I was worried about with the Titans. You're also saying that teams can theoretically be – technically, they're going to – if you threw a 1,000 teams that went 0-2 against spread in any sport – they're probably going to be a little bit undervalued going into that third week because of exactly what you just said. Yeah, exactly. Regardless of, of the trend, I think that's just like logical. You know what I mean? Like in any market, if a team's underperforming, they're probably going to be discounted. You know what I mean? Going forward. Mikey, he's, uh, Ace has got the Chargers as the team, uh, the large favorite, most likely to lose outright. Who do you well, got? I'm surprised Ace didn't take the team that uh, we are both against, uh, Tampa Bay, because we both took the six with Denver. So I'm going to say that Denver can beat Tampa Bay, and I'll use them as that team. All right. Todd? Todd Whistler. Uh, you know, if the Pats are part of it, I'm going to say the Pats. You know, I don't want, I don't really want to do that, but – that's what I'm going to say. Look, the Raiders are moving the football. The Raiders showed they could move the football last uh, year as well. In fact, I think the Raiders may be that sneaky over team like Tampa was last year because they can move the football. Their defense is really not that good, and you can move on them as well. So, um, you know, I wouldn't be shocked out of my brains if uh, Cam Newton had a bad game and, and the Raiders pulled it off. I'm not saying it's going to happen. Shocked out of my brains. Um, I'm, I'm going to say the Indianapolis Colts, the biggest favorite on the board. I don't trust Phillip Rivers. I've had too many experiences with Phillip Rivers, you know, over the years. And I, the Jets can't possibly be as bad as they've looked. I, I think the Colts are the big favorite most likely to lose outright. Because I think of all those big favorites, they're the shakiest of the bunch. I get it. They're playing, but... I, I trust Cleveland more than I do against the Washington football team. Sorry. I, you know, the other one was the Chargers that I considered. So it's, it's but I'm going to say that I'm just for giggles. I'm going to say, I'm going to say the Colts because I really, I don't trust Phillip Rivers one bit. And they've got too many injuries. So that'd be my play there. Uh, the game you want no part of to wrap this up. Bizarro exercise. You have to pick a side in every single one of these 16 games, but you get one pass. One game you want no part of. One game you wouldn't even bet with Wishnev's money. What game? Mythical, mythical bankroll. Mythical bankroll. I don't know why you have to keep kicking me. It's unbelievable. 
what? He sees gets so angry. What what game would you pick, Ace? For me, this is simple. Um, Atlanta, Chicago, because it just doesn't make sense. Like, you know, you have an 0-2 Atlanta team giving points, getting uh, ticket count, at least from what I'm hearing. The money's coming in on the Atlanta side. To me, that's just a, a confusing type of game. Um, nothing I want to focus on. Chicago looking good at 2-0, and a little surprising, but and catching points. I just want no parts of this at all. That's, a, that's as, as solid a pick as any. Mike? I said this, the Raiders in uh, New England, just because I'm not sure how good this Raiders team is. Uh, I look at this trend, and I kind of, you know, what Gruden did year one, year two, the rec record keeps improving. Uh, but I'm not, a, I'm not a car guy. I just don't think car's any good. I mean, so uh, how, how good is New England? How is, is Belichick doing this with all the deserters? And, and all of a sudden, Cam is, is, looks like his arm's healthy again, and he's, he's able to march down the field in a minute and a half. I yeah. mean, that was amazing. So I, I just don't really know that I know either team, and that the, the number's a tough number to bet, so I, I want no part of that game. Todd, I know Todd's going to take mine. Pittsburgh against the Houston Texans. I want no part of Billy O'Brien because if you bet on him, you could literally lose your life because you'll go crazy, end up in a mental asylum, and want to kill yourself. Or the <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers, where the Pittsburgh Steelers, are they really this good? Are they? I mean, what are they? Are they good? Are they bad? I know they're two and zero, but they didn't look incredible against the Giants. They they let Denver hang around with Jeff Driscoll for all kinds of time. Could have even lost the game at the end. I don't know what Pittsburgh is. I really don't. I know Ben has lost a lot of weight, but I don't know what Pittsburgh is, and I don't want Bill O'Brien. So get me out of that. Uh, I know we don't usually associate this category with anything but like teams that we just don't have a feel for, but. Baltimore, Kansas City is mine. Like the, you can't pick a better marquee. No. Yeah, I can't pick a better marquee matchup in the NFL than that game. But I want no part of it on the side. I hear you. I hear you. Because I, I think Baltimore could crush him, actually. Yeah. And I think Mahomes could do the Mahomes thing and beat him at the you know beat him beat him late as well. Or or see Kansas City have a big lead. There's so many different results of this. A's, you have a, you have an opinion on this game? I do, man. I do. And, and, and honestly, listen, it's not a, a knock against Kansas City. It's just they got it done, man. They won the Super Bowl like they needed to do, wanted to do, aimed to do. And for Baltimore, they haven't gotten there. They're the regular season team. True. They're the Kansas City of two years ago of trying to still prove themselves to where they're going to blow teams out in the regular season. I don't like teams like this. Um, but you got to look to that side. Uh, I think Baltimore, what, I, what you need to do, I think a lot of Kansas City money is probably going to come in. Kansas City as an underdog is attractive. We know their record with Mahomes as a dog. I think they're like 4-1 and one or 5-0 and oh against the spread, something like that. He's going to get money. I think you sit back, you wait. If a bunch of Kansas City money line comes in, you get to bet Baltimore at home on the money line at a discount. Um, I like that. And I like Baltimore first half. I think they're going to come out. Like you said, if Kansas City comes in and wins this game, I think they're going to have to do it from behind. Baltimore has all the momentum. They have everything to prove. It's at home. And they're that custom-made regular season team to blow everyone away. But let's see what you could do in the postseason. That's when it matters. Well, Baltimore money line might be what I actually end up betting that day. Yeah. But – as long as it's three, as long as it's three and a hook, or or in game, as as long as it's three and a hook though on the pre-flop number, 
that's a line I want no part of. I don't like that hook. If it were three, it might not be the game I would choose, but I don't like that I hook I just think all. they're clicking better. Offensively, defensively, special teams, all three facets of the game are playing up to speed, where I think with Kansas City, they're not there yet. The talent's there, but I don't think they're playing as efficiently as Baltimore is out of the gate. I like it. Let's face it. Yes. Kansas City had no business to win that game in in, in Los Angeles. No, exactly. No well said, Mike. Well said. No well said. Why doesn't he take three points at the end of the first quarter? Idiotic. He could have been up ten nothing. And I'm talking about Anthony Lynn. Right. They're at the 34 yard line. I mean, yeah. you can kick. A, I could kick a 60 yard field goal in that. So v yourself. Which you're right. Most people aren't talking about that. They're not play. talking about that. They're yeah. not talking about the end of the third quarter. They run for eight yards on first down. They have second and two with 35 seconds and no play clock. He rushes to the line and throws that bad interception. They didn't have to run a play to end the third that quarter. That was horrific. Horrific. The play yeah. calling well, at the goal line, the decision. I mean, there was just so much. Plus, they were inside the 10 to, to, put a, to put a real big uh, put a big touchdown up, and they would have been First a goal from the four, and they never let him throw the ball. They never got the ball wide. They never play action. Nothing. It was horrible. That, that Kansas third down City play can, was a broken play. It I was think. a broken yeah. play. It was supposed to be some motion sweep. Well, he, or a, he turned right. He was supposed and, to turn left. Yeah. Yeah. Rookie quarterback. What are you going to do? Played great. Defense played great. They should have won the game. Well, well I, don't, <laughs> I, I, I was shocked that the Chiefs kicked the field goal at the end. I thought they it was fourth and feet I thought they'd and go a foot. For it, go I thought it. they were going to go for yeah. it. Yeah. How, how, let's think about that feet. He kicked, oh. technically, he kicked four 58-yard field goals the, in that game. the I greatest mean, kicking display we've ever go, seen. Why would you go for it when if you miss a 58-yard field goal, the other team has an incredible field goal? Wait, I don't even wait, understand. That's why you would go. That's why you that's would why go That's why you would it. go because Michael Lombardi no, would mean, tell you they I lose 87% of the time. Yeah why, would you, yeah, why would you go for the field goal? That's yeah. what we're saying. We would have well, went fourth and in inches. The bigger <laughs> one to me, and I don't know if it's bigger, but just as egregious, like John Gruden got away with it too on Monday night. That was horrific. 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 Plus eight and a half. Oh. I got plus eight and a half. <laughs> right, when it's 31-17, the Raiders go in to go up 14. I say, I got to take the Saints here, plus eight and a half. You know the Saints are coming down for the easy backdoor touchdown. They go marching down the field, 31-24. I'm in. It's over. There's no chance. <laughs> and then... This idiot Gruden kicks <laughs> a field goal. What are you doing? He had money line on the on the oh, ring. He was and dying. he goes, I was he goes, my bet was like minus five thousand and when he kicked a field goal, now it feels like minus seven hundred, because if he misses it, the good go overtime. I wasn't even talking I wasn't even talking to him. And I texted you guys, and yeah. then he said, oh, not only that, yeah. here's what I had on it. He had it. Yeah. And and I, I liken it to like the ends of NBA games when a team is up three, if 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 it's a coach that's up three that you know is going to foul the opponent, I would lay minus 2,500 on the money line. But if he's, if he's not going to foul, you wouldn't lay minus 250 on right. it even. And that's exactly what Gruden did. And when he lined up for the field goal, he is dying. And then, of course, it goes in, right? 54-yard field goal. <laughs> and by the way, I, I love analytics, but all these analytics people on Twitter afterwards are like, no, oh, it's just a wash. He could have punted it, kicking the field goal. It was the same thing. I'm sorry, your model does not factor in the fact that Drew Brees cannot throw the ball downfield. And so that the drove me crazy. The model's wrong, Gilly. Right. The math of the model is wrong. Thank you. What analytics you... are great. Yes. If the math inside the analytics are great. 100%. If the math inside the analytics are bad, analytics sucks and models suck. Yes. And we have gotten. Well the, said, and, dude. Well and, said. And it's what goes into it that's going to come out of it. Yeah, and we have Perfectly. gotten. We have gotten to the point. I totally agree with that. We've gotten to the point where if anybody even says they have a model, our knee-jerk yeah. reaction is, "Oh, they must be super smart. That must be right. Seventy-nine percent. If you had punted, punted or whatever, there is no chance anybody who's ever watched football thinks that that should have been a field goal attempt. And because Daniel Carlson makes it now, 
they are so buoyed by that, he's going to do it again. Yeah, we gave the kicker confidence. We'll do it again. It's football. I'm like, okay. Raiders got a model that says I have a model that says I will always weigh more than you and Mike Palm. That <laughs> model is wrong. Oh, oh, I see what he did there. I see. You can do it, bro. I lost a hundred pounds. Anyone can do it. But how did you do it, Ace? Honestly, the the way you be you, the same way I learned how to finally make money betting sports and playing blackjack. Discipline. It's the truth. Even when I had access to winning information as a runner back when before the internet, I had better information than anyone back then. And I still managed to go broke multiple times because I didn't know how to use it. I had no discipline. And it's the same with losing weight. I mean, unless you have something physically, an ailment, that's a different story. But otherwise, it's a case of, of, of discipline and choices. I mean, the, the model hasn't changed. You need to take in less than you burn there, there's no other way to do it other than eat less move more yep. that's all i did i did it for a year i changed my my habit you can't diet you got to change your lifestyle you change because your lifestyle. you can only diet for so long yeah and you're going to stop doing that eventually and your body's going to bounce back to what it remembers what you have to do is change your lifestyle and then it, then your choices become easy like i no longer eat meat more than once or twice a, a month. So that problem solved. I don't eat carbs more than this many times. That problem solved. That's all you got to do. Just make lifestyle changes. And 90% of it's diet. It's not even the exercise, to be that's honest right. with you. That's the, other, that's the other little key to it. They don't tell you that when you go to a gym, you know? Well, the most no. important piece of exercise equipment is the fork. Well, yeah, there it so is. Right. Well said. Ace, I'm very impressed uh, how respectful Todd was of you. And Thank the you. Deference, the deference he held you in. I mean, most guests he puts through the ring are very dismissive. <laughs> Remember the Dr. Bob episode? Oh, oh my, that was unbelievable. More cheap shots, more cheap shots <laughs> so, by the, Dave, the verbal Dave Schultz of the, of the national uh, megapod. So impolite he was. Well, Dr. Bob, well, what exactly are you a doctor of? First of all, Ace, I tip my, on a serious note, even though these two loonigans don't know what the hell they're talking about. Loonigans. Um, I have to tip my hat, lunatics with hooligan. Uh, I have to tip my hat to uh, you for losing over 100 pounds. I've actually lost over 100 pounds five times, not to, not to, wow. uh, you Good know, you. supersede you. I'm just, that's because I, like you said, I go back off the lifestyle. Now, last time I had issues about seeing, you know, my, my eyes getting blurry, my hands starting to get tingly from diabetes. So I put down the pizza on June 20th of last year. So hopefully it sticks this time. But I do have to tip my hat because that's just fantastic. Just take your time, man. Patient. Just take your time. That's all you got to do. Don't look at the scale every day. I mean, it's okay to do that. So, you know, make a habit. But just take – there's no rush. Take your time. It, 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 the, the weight didn't come on in two months. So it takes a little while. People just you want think Mike, results. Ace, do, Ace, here's a serious question. Do you think Mike Palm will ever – come to his senses and decide not to be a portly young man who can't really do anything except play moonball and tennis. Wow. I think as we get older, we all have no choices. You know, once you start getting the blood exam, the test back and your doctor starts telling you, you know, you got to do the right thing. You start seeing it on the back nine, like myself, you know, once you get on that back nine, you got to start taking things a little more seriously. <laughs> and I know a young Filipino boy who wants to see his dad stay alive a lot longer. So we got to get that yep. guy out on the tennis court and get him to put the fork down. I played for an hour in 118-degree heat with E. I, I know it was only eight games, but still. 
<laughs> well, wishing everybody weight loss. I need some myself because Todd's catching well, me. Good no, luck. Gil's doing a great job. He Gil has a different system, Ace. It's called sure. the oily cheese ball system. You eat the oily <laughs> cheese ball down in Italy, and then you go, I don't understand. How come I'm gaining weight? Those have calories? I didn't know. I still struggle. I, I honestly, like, Gil, you've, you've known me now for a decade. Yeah. And you've seen me get a little chubby and then lose it. Get Like, if I let myself go for a number of months, I have that kind of body where I'll get weight on pretty quickly. So I, I always still have to maintain discipline or I'll get heavy quickly. Yeah, but if I was your mom, I would say to you, maybe you should eat a little more. You're looking oh, a little dude, my skinny. My mom just, I can't forget, she's in Greece. But yeah. when, when I visited her, when she's here, that's all she does. Yeah. She thinks I'm sick. Yeah. She, I swear to God, she thinks there's something wrong with me. I wish I had your problems. Uh, good. <laughs> I really do. Good luck with everybody, uh, everybody with all your bets. Uh, Toddy and Mike, thank you. Ace, so good to see you, Thanks man. For Thank you for me. doing this. The pleasure's mine. I'm a fan, like I said, of all three of you guys. So thanks for having me. Appreciate it so much. Good luck with all your bets. Thanks so much for listening from all of us here on the Megapod. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.